You're listening to audio from Crossroads Community Church, located in Fogelsville, Pennsylvania. If you want to learn more about C3 and what it is about, you can visit us at c3lehigh.com. And now, for today's sermon. Merry Christmas, Crossroads Community Church. Merry Christmas. It is Christmas Day, and, and I am just so thrilled to be able to share a devotional with you and your family. And I got to admit that uh, before doing this devotional, I thought to myself, maybe, I mean, Christmas Day, maybe I should be in, in a suit or something nice. And then it dawned on me that most of you are probably going to be watching this in your pajamas. And so upon that realization, I relieved myself of that pressure and went a more casual route. So if you're, for some reason, standing in front of the live stream right now in a suit and I have disappointed you, I am truly sorry and hopefully we can overcome this together. Well, Merry Christmas to Crossroads Community Church and those of you who are joining us online today. It's an incredible day full of celebration and excitement, and it's a day that focuses on Jesus' arrival and, and what he's done for us. It's a day full of, of family and laughter and gathering together, and, and maybe many of you are fulfilling your yearly traditions, and you're seeing family members that maybe you don't get the, the privilege to see too very often, but today is that day, and you're able to gather to, with one another, and maybe it's also also a day full of some traditions like there's, uh, of course, everybody's Christmas songs, I assume, are, are on blast today. But maybe with that, there's also uh, uh, movies that you watch every year around this time, around this day. And, and it's just a joyous day. It's just an exciting day. I feel like every year for me, that even since I was younger, there's this very specific movie that was on repeat all day long. And that's the infamous, the famous Christmas movie, A Christmas Story. I feel like as I, as I grew up, we would visit different family members' houses, and although I, I, I wasn't able to watch the, the whole movie in one sitting, I felt like throughout the course of the day, by seeing a part of the movie at this relative's house and a part of the movie at this relative's house, throughout the day, I was able to see the entire movie, but just not in one sitting. But I trust that many of you have seen this movie, A Christmas Story, and there's a very specific scene that stands out to me, and that's the scene towards the end of the, the movie where the family has opened up their gifts and everyone's kind of relaxing, and, and Ralphie's dad points out to him, he says, what's that over there? And Ralphie goes behind the Christmas tree and he finds a box. And as many of you know, the rest of the story unfolds where Ralphie finally has his Red Rider BB gun. And we all know what happens after that. But the point is, is that Ralphie had missed a gift that was just behind the Christmas tree. It was there. It was present. He just hadn't noticed it yet. And this Christmas, what I'd like to talk to you about here on this beautiful Christmas day is I want to talk to you about not missing the gifts that Jesus has given us. Of course, Jesus is the gift, right? Like he's, he's the greatest, the most incredible gift that we could ever receive. But did you know that there are additional gifts that come with just knowing and, and receiving salvation in Jesus, that there's more for you that he has for your life? 
let me, let me also put it this way. There's another show that I enjoy, and it's a show that is all about surviving. With these individuals specifically, they, they take them into the middle of nowhere, and they drop them off, and they say, go survive. And these individuals, there's not a camera crew there. They, they all have been given emergency radios. They are there truly alone and by themselves, self-filming themselves. And once a week, there's a, a TV crew that stops by the location where they are and they get the tapes from those who are self-filming. They do a quick medical check and then they're off and the people on this show are back to surviving. And on this show, everybody is after three primary things, and that's food, shelter, and water. Everybody understands that in order to survive, that they need food, shelter, and water. To survive, yes, we need these three things to just survive. But what about thriving? Like how do we how do we how do we go beyond just surviving because I believe that we're living in a day and time where there's many who are living as if they're on a reality show about surviving and every day is kind of that game it's just like that show where they're just surviving they have what they need and maybe they're not even satisfied with what they have but they're certainly not thriving is the point they haven't experienced what it is to thrive. And I believe that through Jesus, we're given gifts that they, they enable us not just to survive from day to day, but Jesus, through Jesus, we are given these gifts that enable us to thrive. And what's ironic about this show is that there's many who quit this competition, this, this show predicated all around just surviving and, and they win a cash prize and but there's so many who quit this show because they come to understand that surviving isn't enough for them, that surviving doesn't feed their soul, that surviving doesn't satisfy them, that there has to be more to this. There's so many that, that quit the show because their soul isn't fed. And again, I can't help but think and come to the reality that there's so many among us today here in our world that they're just surviving. They're not thriving. I want to talk to you about how Jesus enables us. He gives us gifts that enable us to not just survive the day to day, but thrive. And I believe that if you and I open up these gifts here and now this year, that I believe that 2023, which is on the horizon, I believe that it will be a year of thriving and not just surviving. If you and I here and now make the conscious decision to open up the gifts that are right behind the manger that Jesus has waiting for us. In order to thrive in life, I believe that we need three things. Just like with surviving, we need food, shelter, and water. I believe that to thrive in life, we need three things. One, a sense of worth. Two, a sense of belonging. And three, a sense of purpose. I believe that we need these three things in order to thrive in life. And the point today is don't miss the gift of worth, belonging, and purpose that Jesus gives us. In Jesus, you and I have been given a gift called worth. 
Your worth is not found in the opinion of others. Your worth is found in the unwavering opinion of God. John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world, we know this verse, that he did what? That he gave his one and only son. Is that not what this season is all about? The fact that, that the gift from heaven, God's one and only son, has been given to us. And the verse goes on to say that, for whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. God sending his son, the king in a manger that would become the lamb that was slain, that would then become the risen king. This through him, this gift, you and I are given and we see a glimpse of our worth. This is where we find our worth, in the manger, the cross, and the empty tomb. The reality is, is that God looked at you and I, and he said, I love you this much to send my one and only son, that God looked at you and I and said, I'm sending a rescuer, a redeemer. And the reality is, is that Jesus, when he was on that cross, every drop of blood said, I love you this much. Friend, you and I see that God looks at you and I and says, you're worth dying for. Your worth is not rooted in the opinions of others, but as we discuss, it is rooted in the unwavering opinion of God himself. We know that we are worthy to God because our salvation came at a cost of Jesus' own life. You and I, in the sight of God, as you and I redeemed through Jesus Christ are looked at, is worthy. In Jesus, you and I have been given a second gift. The second gift is the gift of belonging. True belonging is being fully known and yet still loved. I want to say that again. You and I are given through Jesus the gift of belonging. And true belonging is being fully known and yet still loved. Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 5 says, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. There's no question mark there. I knew you? No. He knew you. Before you were formed in the womb, God says, I knew you. And I set you apart. I pointed you as a prophet to the nations. Before you were born, God truly knew you. And I mean like he knew you the worst part about you. Something that you and I have a, a very difficult time understanding is that we receive salvation, right? Like, follow me with this for a moment. You and I receive salvation. And God knows that on that moment of salvation that you and I are going to screw up in the future because he doesn't just see the past and the present. He sees the future, and yet in that moment of you and I receiving salvation, God still offers us love, grace, and mercy in spite of knowing that in the future we're going to make mistakes. He knows you. He knew you then. He knows you now. And he knows what's going to happen in the future and your mistakes. He knows you. And yet he still loves you. True belonging 
means that you are fully known and yet still loved. You don't have to fake anything when it comes to belonging with God. You don't have to try and manipulate him to get an invitation on to to get an invitation uh, to the in, right? Quotation marks to the in to have an in with God to be a part of of his group. You don't have to manipulate. You don't have to put on this front this persona of something that you are not unlike so many do in our world today. He says, "You've received my son, You belong, my son, my daughter. And the third gift that you and I have been given this Christmas is in Jesus, you and I have been given the gift of purpose. Now to some, you may have heard something similar to this message many, many times, especially if you grew up in a church context, you, you've heard what it is to have purpose in Jesus and that Jesus gives us purpose. But I want you to understand that just a few years ago, there was a book called Purpose Driven Life that sold millions and millions and millions of copies. Why? What's the big deal? This book sold millions and millions upon millions of copies because there's a world that is still out there that is lost, living purposeless, seeking a purpose. And I think it's healthy for those who may have grown up in a church context, I think it's healthy for us to be reminded that although you may know your purpose, there are still many around us this Christmas season who have yet to realize their God-given purpose. In Jesus, you and I have been given the gift of purpose. The purpose of man is to glorify God and enjoy Him forever. Matthew chapter 5, verse 16 says, In the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. If as you and I give glory to God, it's evident in this scripture that others will see the glory of God as you and I give our God glory. It's a beautiful chain reaction that as you and I live out our purpose, giving glory to God, others will see this purpose being lived out and they will give glory to God. They will come to know and understand what it is to have purpose in Jesus. You and I glorify God by fearing and obeying him. And I don't mean fear in in an abusive manner. I mean that we have a holy respect for God. You and I glorify God by respecting and obeying him, by keeping our eyes on our future home in heaven and knowing him intimately, not just knowing about him, but truly knowing him through personal experience and encounter. We enjoy God by following his purpose for our lives, which enables us to experience true and lasting joy in the abundant life that he desires for us. You and I find abundant life in living, not for ourselves, not for a company, not for, you and I find abundant life in living through our purpose in Jesus, which is simply to bring him glory. This Christmas, there's some around us who they find their worth and belonging to others. They find their worth and belonging with others and, and they find their 
worth in what others have said. I've met so many adults that maybe they deny and say, you know, I, I'm too mature. I'm, I'm too far beyond that. But I'll never forget the day where I had met an older gentleman and he began to explain to me in detail the hurts of his past. And he remembered every harsh word that was ever spoken to him by those that he loved. Some people, they find their worth in the words of others. Now, I'm not denying that words do carry weight, but what I am saying is the word of God carries more weight than the words of man. Some find their worth and belonging in others and what others have said. And the problem is, is that man's word does not determine someone's worth. It never has and it never will. And the other problem with this is that man's value system is flawed from the start. So that what man values, God does not share that same value system that man often does. But God's value system rather is perfect and only God's word matters. Some find their sense of purpose in their career. And worth based on career is problematic because like jobs change. Work environments change. Bosses change. There's a lot of change that happens in a work environment. There's a lot of individuals who will change. I want to say the last statistic that I heard is that on average, an individual will go through 12 jobs in their lifespan, 12 different careers. So you can see now how problematic this is that if you and I are putting our purpose in a career and we are ultimately putting our identity in a career that you and I on average are going to go through 12 identity crises that you and I are going to go through a lot of heartache during those 12 changes to our purpose. But God's purpose for you never changes. No matter what season, no matter what environment, His purpose for our lives is still the same. We are always called to give Him glory and to bring others in to know His glory. Through the manger, through the cross, and through the empty tomb of Jesus Christ, you and I find simultaneously our worth, our sense of belonging, and our purpose. The three fundamentals that are necessary for not just surviving in life, but truly experiencing thriving there are so many millions upon millions upon billions of people out in our world today who are struggling to find their worth and their sense of belonging and their purpose. And what ends up happening is when you and I lack these three things, we just start grabbing for whatever will fill the void. And we can see in our world the brokenness that is a, res a direct result of those who have yet to find their worth, belonging, and purpose in Jesus. Church, don't let these gifts remain unopened. And certainly, you and I must come to appreciate and understand how blessed we are to have been given these gifts. Open these gifts that Jesus has given you through the manger, the cross, and the empty tomb. 
open these gifts before 2023 starts because I'm telling you that without these gifts, you and I grow to be the most insecure individuals. And if you and I read the Christmas story, we can see how insecurity affected Herod. So I want to challenge you. Open these gifts. Use these gifts. Appreciate these gifts of worth, belonging, and purpose. Teach them to your children. Live in these gifts. Let them become a reality so that you can personally experience worth, belonging, and purpose. And this will lead your life into not just surviving, not just making it, but thriving. Would you pray with me? Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord Jesus, that we find our worth and our belonging and our purpose in you and nothing else. If we put our worth and belonging and purpose in anything else, we can be sure that heartache will follow. But Lord Jesus, you give us a firm foundation, an unshakable foundation. Lord Jesus, we thank you that you looked at us and you said that we were worth dying for. And yet, while we were still sinners, you still saw us as worth dying for. Lord Jesus, we thank you that today we don't have an identity crisis, that we know who we are because we know whose we are. Lord, we thank you that our identity is found in you, and we have belonging in the body of Jesus Christ. And Lord, we thank you so much that we don't have to aimlessly wander around this world seeking life's meaning, life's purpose. Because again, we find our purpose in you. And so Lord, I pray this Christmas season before we enter into the new year, that our foundation would be built up as we open up these gifts that you have already given us through the manger, through the cross, and through the empty tomb, Lord Jesus. May we not take these gifts for granted. And for those who may have grown up in a church culture, Lord Jesus, and this is one of those, those devotionals where they say, of course, I've already known this. Lord, for those individuals, I pray that you would soften and even break their heart, Lord. Lord Jesus, that there would be a reality check moment, that there are millions and millions of hurting people this Christmas season who don't know their worth. They can't find a place to belong, to fit in, and their purpose is constantly called into question. Give us a heart of compassion to reach those loved ones, those family members, those co-workers. And in, in the meantime, Lord Jesus, I pray that a softening of their heart would take place so that they can receive the gospel message of Jesus Christ, and may we be the ones to bring it, not out of based off of theory, but based out of, off of personal experience that we have known our worth because we've known Jesus, that we do know where we belong because we know that we are our fathers in heaven, his children, and that we do know our purpose because you have given us the ultimate purpose, and that's to live for you and to become more like your son, Jesus. Now, Lord, as we go about the rest of today, I pray that on this Christmas 
holiday, Lord Jesus, that you would be at the forefront of our thinking, the forefront of our mind, the forefront of our hearts, and that today, especially, that everything that we would say and everything that we would do would give glory to you. Thank you for these perfect and beautiful gifts that are wrapped in salvation. We give you all the praise and all the glory in your name. Amen. God bless you, C3. We cannot wait to see you this upcoming uh, weekend, next weekend for our uh, New Year's Eve uh, game night. Make sure that you come out. And just a reminder that this upcoming Wednesday, there are no Wednesday night ministry activities taking place. We will see you uh, on, on New Year's Eve for board games, and then we will see you on New Year's Sunday at one service, 11 a.m. We'll see you there. We cannot wait to worship and gather with you. Merry Christmas, and God bless you and your family. This has been an audio recording from Crossroads Community Church. If you'd like to get in contact with us or learn more about us, you can follow us on social media at C3Lehigh or email us at info at C3Lehigh.com. We'd love to hear from you.